Hi, Hi. welcome to the pod. I'm Asha, aka Ash. And I'm Arthur, aka Art. And this is Art and Ash. Well, normally I don't let people call me Ash, only my family, but... Y'all are my family too, so it's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's so throughout the time I'm gonna be saying Asha, so it's not like I'm disregarding your nickname, but who calls you Art? A lot of people do. It's like an old man kind of nickname. It is Art and Artie is what I usually get, and it's like <laughs> and it's like it's weird because some of it is like older gener folk is, is, but a lot of it is like people like hey Artie, hey Art, but you know it is yeah. So I think to give a little background, we are both partners. We have been together for five years now. We're engaged. I'm not wearing my ring right now, but I, I have a ring. It's just it's not on my finger at the moment. I be doing things. Bad. No, make, no, no. Make look bad on no, the first I episode. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah, we've been together, but where's the ring? I don't know. I feel like that's so, like, old school to, like, require a ring on all the time like i don't love you any less yeah i know yeah and i mean i guess that's what the part for me is too is coming from um well i'm vietnamese and so in our culture a lot of people don't wear their rings whether the the man or the husband or the wife or either in the sense is that it's not like a name change thing too so it's like yeah so you know you're together that's you know husband and wife but it doesn't change anything so but I'm so just you're saying, making my point. Like, I, 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 I am making the point, <laughs> but I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I thought about that ring for you. I put some thought behind it. I understand, I understand. And there was some feeling and sentiment behind it, too. You want me to wear it? And, yeah, no, no, no. no. Well, you know, whenever you get a chance, you know. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. No, okay. but I was trying to tell you guys. Um, we've been together for five years. We met college years. Um, we're both parents, too, like, with the same kid, not like, he's a parent and I'm a parent. <laughs> so. we're, setting a, we're setting a picture that we're taking it away and then we're rewriting it so everyone doesn't no, no, don't no. even know what's true about us. No, but. okay. We have a two-year-old. His name is Ace. He's our world. We can insert a picture yeah. here. <laughs> Little child or big child, however, what picture we decide to show. Yeah, but we've been wanting to do a podcast for, like, years now, I feel. And Before it was even called, like, really a podcast environment i guess like we we always thought our conversations were funny we always knew that you know talking about what we talk about was a different perspective a little bit from what i don't want to say different from what everyone else is but a lot of you know majority of people think about certain issues topics and things of that sort and i guess from ours is a different perspective but it's also like pushing it a little bit sometimes I think that for you and I in particular, we've gone through like a lot of growth in the past year. And <coughs> with that growth, that's changed at least my perspective on a lot of things. I don't know about you. Mm -hmm. So in that sense, when things happen in the media or just things that are going on in the world, we often have a different take on the larger narrative that's being talked about. And I feel like that's critical to like have differing viewpoints and to kind of question things and think about things on a deeper level so that's what we want to be doing here we are going to try and you know push a little bit hopefully we'll make you a little bit uncomfortable because that's the goal of the yeah. podcast like ultimately we, we all want to learn and grow and and figure things out so yeah that's what we're trying to do yeah and i think i think part of what i was saying too is that from us being an as an interracial couple too that provides its own cultural difficulties and kind of clash of worlds sometimes with a lot of upbringing understanding and then of course for ace you know we're gonna have to 
learned how to teach that and teach both worlds and keep both worlds as important to one another rather than one versus the other. So it's like I think I think that's a that's why a little bit of our perspective is different to us. I feel like because we're forced to look at it through a lens together mm-hmm. versus individually. Like you know, true. Well, how's your week been, babe? It's or your month. It's been uh, it's been long, but it's been really fast too. I feel like we're already at Thanksgiving, and I didn't really think I spent time in November really working on myself or working on anything. It was kind of like work, work, work. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Uh, it's been a busy month for sure. It has gone by really quickly for me. Um, I've been having some like weird days though for sure. I've been feeling sort of like out of my body in some ways mm-hmm. um i think we talked about this briefly but we both have been kind of like doing some self-work and spiritual growth and things like that and i hate to admit this and i'm really like <laughs> kicking myself to even share this but he had me watch the kanye interview that he did with drink champs and nori and all of them and i low-key understood what he was talking about and i feel like i have fully drunken the kool-aid and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, what <laughs> in what world does Kanye West make sense? And I have to, like, absorb it and, like, think about it. And it made me think and reflect in a way that I really did not anticipate. And honestly, it was kind of empowering. And let me also say this. This interview was also highly prob- problematic in, like, a bunch of different ways. I think Kanye is a huge misogynist. Huge misogynist. And I that was clear at every point but aside from that and if you can kind of take the problematicness out of people and listen to what it is that they're saying he made sense to me (laughs) i think that's why i think when we when i first asked you to watch the interview and things of that sort i thought it was a little bit different because i was comprehending it different or viewing it differently and i didn't know it was because the the work that we done or mm-hmm. in the sense of our growth, whether, you know, from where we were when we first, like, kind of digested that material from him. And to now, to look beyond what it is that he's saying, but, like, kind of, like, the thought behind it. And I think that's a little bit different. And I think that's why we, like... I think because it was... It, parts of the interview would say, too, I mean, I don't want to give a whole recap of the interview, but there's points I'm going to say. It's like... He was like, I'm the same person with the red hat. And were we, like I said, were we looking at him crazy because of how he presented himself rather than what he was saying? Yes and no. And I think with Kanye, it's difficult because I think a lot of us came up loving him and like really respecting him. And then once he got with the Kardashians, however you feel about the Kardashians, everybody was kind of side-eyeing him a bit because it was like, after all of this, you go and be with a white woman who, like, exploits and Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of, you know. And the dynamics of it was kind of weird when it first started, too. And, uh, again, again, this is where I don't know the background of Kanye's mental health at the time as well, too, because this is way before everyone found out that he was bipolar, this, that, and the fourth. And I think it was just, like, a different... I don't know, like, people just looked at it weird. Like, because I guess they're the lens of the celebrity. Yeah. The artist that we grew up on. And, like you said, end up with a white woman. 
And, and no shade to white ladies. I, I have a. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to yeah, be this no, person. No, 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 no. I have it's, white friends. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, yeah. No. I'm, I'm not, I don't hate white people. <laughs> I love America. I love America. <laughs> Uh, no, but yeah, I think it's just like a different lens. Because like I said, from my personal perspective, like I grew up listening to Kanye. Like Kanye was my favorite artist. Is one of my favorite artists like musically in terms of like production and and just artistry and things of that sort. And when you see this, and that's the thing. Are, am I right to judge like this development was not going in the right direction? Maybe it was the right direction for him, you know? But me as like an a fan, I was like, whoa, you know, well, where is this artistry changing to? Like, like the whole, you know, change of sound, but change of personality and things of like that too. I don't know. I think for me, it kind of shifted because we all thought that Kanye was like for the people. Like, George Bush, Bush doesn't, doesn't care, care about, about black people. people. Like, all of those moments, like, you remember and you think like, oh, he's down. Like, you know, he understands. Mm-hmm. And I think at some point, Kanye stopped playing the same game that we are all currently playing and for people who don't understand that people end up sounding you know crazy crazy people end up sounding um offensive or crass or or whatever the case is and he said a lot of things that i don't necessarily agree with like the whole slavery comment bullshit like i don't i don't even know what he was talking Mm. about at the time but i remember like the firestorm of everybody dragging him on social media and just kind of like you know, ripping him to shreds, you know, giving him, like, the thick pieces and this and that and the third. But I think, and this is what he kind of expressed in the interview, I think he's playing with us in the way that the media often does. And this is kind of deep, but... What? (laughs) No, no, just continue. This is kind of deep. (laughs) You know, you just have to preface it, you know? (laughs) I saw a post about this, actually, on Instagram. I wish I could find it. Um, give me a second. But I think oftentimes, and most recently, the Kyle Rittenhouse trials have gone on, and I haven't paid attention to the story at all. I, I know, like, peripherally, like, what the situation mm-hmm. is, and mm-hmm. he's, you know, far right, and blah, 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 and ultimately, like, he was not guilty, but I don't think that was surprising to anybody who was following the case or lives in America or lives as a black person in America. Like, that's not a shock to us. But I think whenever these things happen in the media, we often become incensed and enraged and, like, it feels like um, the system's never going to change and all of this stuff. And in theory, it's not until we tear it all down. So, and this may come off, like... Don't don't go there, Asha. But like, why do we get bothered by things doing the things that they do? You know what I'm saying? Like, the system is going to system. You know what I'm saying? I think it's because we witness it and we don't have a control over it. Right, and it's an emotional thing. But I'm saying, as a human being living on Earth, and this conversation has gone kind of wait, wait, I don't know how we got from this to Kanye, but I think oftentimes we are presented with things that are meant to be inflammatory, that are meant to be. Um, upsetting and kind of traumatizing and all of these things and they play them on a loop yeah. it's always in the media it's always something all the news that we've had about um shootings and um well, even it's media it's media manipulation in that sense and that's i think that's what you were talking about with kanye in terms of how the media 
puts out these things that kind of enrage us. And right, and I think at a point, us. Kanye plays with that game. He knows that if he says something yeah. ridiculous, he's going to be trending. He oh, knows yeah. that we're all going to freak out. We're all going to be writing think pieces and ready to cancel him and deem him as whatever else. Well, yeah, those are... And, those and are... we all fall for it every single time. We fall for it. With, and I get that with stuff that's more serious, especially with abuses of power and things like that. It seems so big, and it should be like impactful, and how could it not hurt you, or how could it not get you upset? But in the grand scheme of things, I don't want to be this person to say this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I have to find the post. There it is, folks. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. No, but like... things you've liked? Hmm? How do you find posts you've liked? Let's see the top tab. Then go down to post. Settings, post. Now, one thing while she's looking that up, but another thing that I was saying in terms of this, and I don't know if you knew this as well, too, because I didn't know. And I need to fact check this, but I'm just sharing it out loud in terms of what I, I saw. You know me. Big conspiracy theories, sometimes. Can get you carried away with it, you know? Settings. Account. Post you like. That was a lot more steps than what you described. Okay. Do, do you do you? This is a question for y'all. How do you give instructions? Do you expect that it is known, or do I? Do you want step by step? Okay. Fully put on your ten hats with me. Ready? We're we're. All right. Rituals in the media are frequently carried out to draw upon your emotions and to keep you in a state of fear, anger, and oppression. These events often focus around race. Break the cycle by practicing detachment. It is important to be mindful of where your energy is invested. That's a word. It is. And honestly, because for me, with everything that's been going on at least the past, I don't know, five, seven, ten years now, every time that there's an unarmed black person that's killed in a shooting or something that happens where it's like a miscarriage of justice, I've been a mess. I've fallen apart. Breonna Taylor, I could not physically speak about that without getting emotional and it makes me emotional to this day to think about it, but in the sense of the world that we live in, and, and not to be bleak in this way, until we destruct and really tear down and dismantle the system that we live in, this stuff is going to continue to happen, you guys. It's not going to stop. It's going to continue, and it's going to be the same cycle of us going through it, it happening, it's heartbreaking, we protest, and it happens again. That's what happens yeah. every single time. And we take ourselves on this emotional roller coaster of oh my god this again i'm tired of this oh my god this again i'm tired of this i'm tired of being tired all of this stuff and at the end of the day it's not going to change until it's done so for you living in this time in this um space in this space this whatever <laughs> i'm trying to think of the right word yeah, blah, 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 blah. this version of the universe that we live in this slice of where you know this place this, of yeah. oppression and racism and classism and all that stuff persists and, and oppresses us all how are you going to get through it are you going to take yourself on that roller coaster every single time are you and it's not wrong to be angry I don't think it's wrong to be upset and it, it's helpful and it's important that people are angry and upset and those are the ones that actually go and do things and they march and they protest and they try and make change right that's all critical and important because that's what we need for those people to do you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so 
it's different if you have that mission or calling on your life where you feel like that's what you're meant to do. But if you're somebody like me, you know, I, I care immensely about social justice and things like that, but I don't want to be on the front lines of things. I don't. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. So for me, being an observer of the media and the news, am I going to take myself through this every single time? I think that's I think that's the question, though. I think that's like, do you take it every single time and fully feel it? Do you desensitize yourself a little bit from it? What, you know, it's kind of like that. Uh, what extent is this uh, enough or too much? Or... Well, I guess that's the thing. I think it's natural to feel your feelings, but if you work on yourself like spiritually in the sense of like healing and understanding how things work and understanding that things happen as they are for a reason. And not to say that anybody deserves a shooting and it's not okay that this happens in this world and we shouldn't have to sit and live in a space or society where that's acceptable. But given that that's what it is and you understand that, at what point do you say enough for me? Enough of this well, on, this cycle of what what I'm going through. That's what and, it takes. And then, as it says, enough for you. It might not be enough for someone else, but is it our place to decide? No, everybody's threshold is what because then it's that thing. It's like you you say like, oh, you don't care enough. But what have you been caring this entire time? And this is just too much for you to continue to carry. Right, and I, I think it's everybody deals with things as they deal with them. But I'm thinking, big picture, scheme of life, all of that stuff. If you think about the world that we've lived in all this time, and I hate to sound bleak because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to be the pessimist of, of whatever, but what I'm saying is maintain your joy, maintain your peace, maintain your bubble, and don't let whatever is circling and not to, again, I, but this is detachment. This is what it is. It is something that's circling in the media and that's happening and it's happening to our people, of course, but like, how do you maintain your sense of, I'm cool, you mm-hmm. know. I'm covered. So, we, so the full circle, we tying this back into Kanye. Yes. So two things, and let's see if we meet on the same page here. One thing in terms of what you were saying, in terms of coming back, is you know kind of what he was saying: we're living in a simulation. Live your simulation. Do what is, mm-hmm. what you makes you happy. Do what it is in terms of, um, the things you want to do. You know. Right. Because you're stuck in a simulation. The simulation is, you know, what all of us are in. You know, it's a wake up, go to work, go home, spend X amount of time with family and kids, go to sleep, go to work, do that again. And part of it is what you're saying is that what you're saying, it doesn't matter what else is going on there. You kind of have to keep your bubble and what you can control. But I think also in the senses of, excuse me, in terms of like media manipulation, what you were saying before is that. Kanye is kind of using that to kind of teach, in a sense, if that makes sense too, because he knows that if he says something, it's going to get soundbite, you know, mm-hmm. reclip. People are going to go on YouTube and watch it. And in that sense, he knows that whatever he says will incite, and oh my gosh, he said what? And then he just drops the seeds in there. Mm-hmm. Because part of it, too, was what we were saying before. It was like he was like multiple times he said, I want to get canceled during this this interview. You know, I, I came on with the purpose of, you know, and things of that sort. And it's well, kind he of, said he was going to get killed. He didn't say canceled. Well, he said he canceled, too. Well, I think killed is the war. <laughs> yeah, like killed, like like not physically. No, only. I think he meant physically. Both, 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 both. 
Because the part of the physically wasn't like his anticipation of it. It was more in the sense of like, he said that if he walked, you know, at any point in time, his life can get taken, you know. But I think part of it, too, and he was saying that he came in that knowing that whatever he says and the way he says it and the things he talks about is going to get him canceled. And in that sense, it's kind of like that re reoccurring thing that he, this is what he wants to do. And this is what his is. In his part of the simulation, this is what he's going to contribute. Mm -hmm. And But he knows how that works. Like, he talked about name recognition, Facebook, you know, notoriety and things of that sort, too. And how that all ties together with what is it that he wants for himself. Yeah, I really like his analogy of it being a video game. And I've heard, like, when I think about, like, the universe and, like, our version of the universe like where we are because there are lots of universes with you know like mm -hmm. i could be somebody else in a different universe like right now mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean but him describing it as a video game instantly clicked for me and to really think of it that way if you play the game and you don't let whatever else is trying to cloud you and get in the way so like this media madness and like depression and anxiety and like all that stuff if you can do your self-work and heal and grow and really maintain yourself and do your work and flower and water yourself you can play the game and you can win mm -hmm. you can crack it you know what i'm saying it's just you have to understand that it's a game <laughs> i think i think but the the he he referenced this as a game a lot but he references it as a grand theft auto a gta and a lot of things with gta is that um in the game obviously you can do crime you can do this do that for money whatever the case is too but you have this reoccurring thing where you can kind of and this is like i said this is a deep dive too so bear with me so in the sense is that you can respawn and get your life back and is that and the analogy i've got from that part is this is the simulation that we're going to give and we're running on this single, singular, linear path, you know, to success. And risking it or treating it as if it's your only life kind of thing is like the, I guess, the way to break it, the game, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like the cheat code to the game. It's like work on yourself. No one else told you that before, you know? Work on your hobbies, your skills, you know? Do X, Y, and Z outside of what they told you on this linear path and you can get ahead or be better than the other players in this game as well too yeah for sure so i take it in that sense is that you know yes you know you have this simulation that's going on but you're in con there are certain things you're in control of and certain risks you can take and that could lead to good or bad right and in the sense is that the respawn is like once you fail something, you kind of have a restart. But you're, but you already know what happened before because you're living the quote unquote the same life, you know. Mm -hmm. Kind of. I, I don't know if I. I don't know. I kind of, I kind of try to go deeper, you know. Okay. Like I strung it along, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I was falling towards it, but I get what you're saying. I was infected with yay, you know. Yikes. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I definitely appreciated his sentiments and like hearing his perspective on that. But really, for all of us, the takeaway is that we have to start. Well, not start. We're all in the process of doing self-growth, healing. We all grow every day. It's just without question. It just happens. But 
if we can learn to kind of decondition ourselves as well and really think that things are limitless, nothing is impossible, I can do anything, mm -hmm. and like really live and walk and, you know, step in that. And mm -hmm. if you do your self work and your healing and be creative, that's the formula. That's the formula. <laughs> that's the formula. <laughs> formula League. <laughs> but that's really the formula. That's that's it. That's how you have happiness. That's how you have success in this life. That's how you achieve all of that stuff. Yeah. That's it. But it's it's the, it's a pro <laughs> it's easier said than done. It's the process of getting there too. For sure. Of of, of even like. For me, I felt like it was the process of even getting to know there is a formula. Yeah. To the awareness of it. And then once you're aware of it, then you can make steps and plans towards it, you know? But before, you have to have the sense of awareness. like Or not even a sense of awareness. Almost the realization, the epiphany that, oh, this is... There's yeah. a way to be doing this. You don't have to kind of... Not quote-unquote, but you really don't have to suffer a certain way no. all the time. And the other thing is, too, like, once you understand what this is and what it takes, little day-to-day -day stupid shit does not get on your nerves no more. Like, somebody cutting you off in traffic or, like, you're late to work or you forgot something or whatever. It doesn't matter. None of it matters, like, at and, all. And, and we mean, put so much pressure on ourselves in the moment because we think that it's catastrophic, but, like... And that's the stuff that holds us back, really. And don't... We can't... Go ahead. You know, I was saying, like, don't get me wrong, though. We still, in that moment, we can still get upset or emotional about it. But it's like, how do we release it? Yeah. Because, yeah, no, I was just saying... It's a mindset shift, I think. It is, it is. But it's also, like I said, it's also enough to be able to kind of capture yourself, too. And sometimes, like, I feel like that's... I don't know. Sometimes I feel like... I Sometimes I capture myself, sometimes I don't. You know, yeah. but I don't think it's wrong either because it's raw emotion. You know, that's what you're feeling. There's no right or wrong in self care. Yeah. That's my thing. It's it's either you're you're growing or you're learning. One of the mm -hmm. two. You know, so mm -hmm. things will pop up again in your life until you learn the lesson. So like, if there's something that annoys you, it's gonna keep coming until you learn to you know, change it. Let it go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, that too. So yeah, I, I don't think there's any right or wrong or like however you decide to process things but I think it's a more free way to live it's a happier way to live where you don't let things you know pick at you and tear you down and take you out of your happiness and and whatever space you're in it's just life's too short you know yeah but I just know sometimes I'll be mad about certain things that's all nothing wrong with being mad but like why are you mad that's the question and like yeah in the grand scheme of life does it matter like not to say that your feelings aren't valid they're valid yeah, but like i know but you know yes it's it's a deeper cause behind yeah it. yeah absolutely yeah, it's a deeper cause behind it. deep root trauma so healing yeah, yeah healing self-love yes growth yes all those things all the above. yeah i think we can wrap up here actually what you mm -hmm. think we yeah. gotta go yeah. get the baby yeah. But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this. <laughs> we fully put on the tinfoil hats today. I wasn't fully yeah. expecting that. Yeah, not, not at all. Like I said, this is part of it where, you know, I don't I don't even know if we have, like, a kind of a schedule agenda that we go through. Like, I think this is just... We're just going to talk and vibe. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully y'all like it. If not... Yeah, I'm don't tell us if you don't like it. <laughs> don't message me about none of this, okay? <laughs> you don't want... The audience feedback? No, you... hell no. Don't tell me if you don't like it. Keep it to yourselves. Just double tap and... <laughs>
It's double tapping. You can give a thumbs down. That's fine. But I don't want any comments. Don't leave me no comments. <laughs> so, 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 just to just let you know, it's, there's things that you could, you know, if you like, you know, obviously, praise us. Let us know. If you, if you don't, you can drop a thumbs down. It's fine. But if you drop a comment, you might hurt her feelings. So. No, it's not about my feelings. I just don't want to see well, by her mind. <laughs> well, then say that then. <laughs> it's both of our feelings, you know. Okay. It's a joint effort. But yeah, we love you guys. Yeah. I hope y'all come back for the next one. Yeah. And like, we, comment, share, subscribe, subscribe, tell your peoples, tell the bitch you hate, tell everybody. Leave it on, leave it as a voicemail for your boss. Don't do that. Damn, you you went from. The bitch you hate to tell me. I know that boss? was real harsh, wasn't it? And you telling me no, don't do that. <laughs> you, you're telling me what to set limitations from. Like I was, the, I was cool with friends, families, coworkers, colleagues. You know your moms, your mom's friends, your whatever it is. You can share, post on your wall, put on your story, add it to a reel, put it on a TikTok, whatever the case is. I'm naming everything, but you said even the bitch you hate, and then she. I shouldn't have said bitch. I shouldn't have said that. I don't even use that word like that. I don't know where it Sometimes, from. sometimes. Sometimes, but yeah. Yeah, it had to be bitch you hate. You know, I'm sorry for saying bitch. But it's not directed towards anyone, so. Yeah, no. Yeah. No apology needed. Yeah, men or women, you know. Yeah. All right. Well, we love y'all. We'll see you for the next one. Peace. Peace.